Hello besties, how are you doing? I hope this episode finds you well, happy and healthy whenever and wherever you are. Whoo! I know it's been a long time since we've had this kind of interaction, but I am going to have to apologize for that because, you know, holidays, obligations, whatever. Um, I hope you had a nice set of holidays. I hope you had fun with your loved ones. I don't know about you, to me, it didn't really feel like holidays or Christmas, like, at all. It was, I don't know why, but the vibe was not as festive and as happy and as cheerful as it was other years. So, it was probably one of the very few years, if not the only year, that I just, I didn't feel like Christmas. Like, I woke up in the morning when um, I was with my mom, because I went back to my hometown, and she was like, Merry Christmas, and I was like, oh, it's Christmas? Oh, okay. Didn't realize that. Thank you for that. Um, so, on the topic of Christmas, before we get into this episode, I am going to tell you how I spent my holidays, even though no one asked. But, you know, this is my podcast. I do whatever I want, and I want to talk about it, so you're going to have to listen to it. Um, so, first of all, I had a very, very complicated um, COVID scare. Because here's the thing, I had booked my flight back home. Actually, first things first, if you don't remember, if you don't know, I am studying in Crete. So I want to spend the holidays with my mom, who lives in Athens, which means that I have to take a ship or a plane to go to my hometown. So I had booked my flight like a month prior to the dates that I was flying. I think I was flying on... What day was it? Was it like, um, it was, I think it was, I think it was a Sunday, honestly. I think so. Anyway, yeah, I think it was a Sunday. So I had booked my flight. Everything was going great. Um, a week before I leave, I get a cold, like a really bad cold. Like I had fever. I had like, my nose was all stuffy. Um, I was not okay, like, at all, so, um, of course, I got scared that I have COVID, so I had rapid tests, like, one after the other for four days, and since I was sick, my mom was like, well, you know, if you're sick and you can't travel, maybe we should push back the flight, no, I wasn't flying on a Sunday, I was flying on a Friday, so she was like, if, if you're that sick, then we should push the flight back to um, a Sunday. And I was like, okay, sure, you know best. So I have my rapid tests. They're all negative, which was an extreme relief. And, um, you know, the, the flight has been booked for a Sunday. And the day arrives, and before I go to the airport, I'm like, why don't I have another rapid test? Just to be sure that, you know, the airline isn't going to ask it from me. So I go have my rapid test in, like, the, the free one that is, like, a few a few minutes away from my house. And I'm like, okay, I did it. I'm going to the bus stop to get my bus and go to the airport. Five minutes before I get on the bus, I get a call from the organization from LV. And they're like, hey, you know what? Your test was positive. 
And that's when I have, like, a complete breakdown. I start crying and calling my mom, like, Mom, I'm positive. I can't believe this is happening. Uh, because it was weird, you know? Like, how could it be negative for four days straight and positive one day? So I freak out. I'm like, that's it. I'm going to spend my holidays by myself in here away from everybody. Um, so I freak out naturally. Um, but then, you know, I get the direction that, you know, you have to go get a PCR test. I go get a PCR test and I have to wait the entire day until the results come out. Turns out the results were negative. They were negative. So I book my flight for Tuesday, you know, because I wanted to have another one just to be sure. Tuesday arrives. I am ready to board my plane. The organization calls me and they're like, uh, they ask me questions like, did you have a fever? What is going on with your life? What symptoms did you have? I tell them and I'm like, uh, can you call me another time? Because I'm, I'm literally about to leave. Um, and they, and they said, why are you leaving? Because we're not sure. And I'm like, I had a PCR test and it was negative. And, the, and they tell me, you know, that doesn't say anything. You need to have another PCR test to make sure. And I'm like, okay, my bro, whatever. Um, so I actually get on the plane full of stress because I was constantly thinking, okay, so if I'm actually negative and the PCR test was wrong, I have just infected half the airport and an entire plane. And that, that's like, that's a huge guilt on my conscience. So I arrived back into my hometown safely, thankfully. And I get the subway to come back to the area that I live in. I get there. I see my mom. I don't hug her. I don't do anything. I just wave at her. We go to like um, a testing center. I have a PCR test. And then I walk back to my house and lock myself, literally lock myself in my room until the results of the PCR test come out in the evening. So I lock myself in there. The PCR test was negative again, which was a huge relief. However, however, we learn with my mom that at her job, she has come in contact with another positive person. So we freak out again. And my apartment being as small as it is, and my mom being the uh, workaholic that she is, she suggests that I quarantine myself in my room so she can work around the entire house uh, until the days pass, the right days, you know, that I think you need like a five-day period to make sure to, to have a test and be sure that you're okay. So for five days, I had to lock myself inside my room. I had to quarantine myself until... My mom has a PCR test and we know what's going on. So I spent Christmas locked inside my room, away from my mom. Like, I talked to her through FaceTime, just so I didn't have to come in contact with her. And that's how I spent my Christmas, which sucked, essentially. But, you know, it was necessary, so there wasn't really anything I could do. Uh, my mom has her PCR test after five days. It's negative. We hug finally after like a week of being in the same house um and yeah that was basically like a big adventure but besides that I had to stay inside with my mom the whole holiday time I saw like two of my friends not that I have like a bunch to see um but you know I was hoping to like see those two friends more and we could do more things I wanted to meet the friends of my friends you know, kind of like network and enjoy the holidays. 
that didn't really happen. But, you know, I had some nice memories with my mom. I, it was nice to see my friends again after, like, what? Uh, like, August, September, October, November. After, like, five months of not seeing them. So, you know, it was very, like, closed off, but still enjoyable, you know? But it didn't really feel like the holidays. Like, the spirit of everybody, of my house, of myself, it did not feel like Christmas. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, things are very scary right now, at least for me and my mom. So, you know, we kind of, like, gotta wait it out. And I'm saying this for everybody, not for me. Because, like, I'm, I'm guessing it's not scary only for me. So, I guess we, guess we just gotta be careful and wait it out. Because what else can we do, honestly? So, yeah, after this almost 10-minute rant about how my holidays went that you didn't ask for... I'm finally going to jump into the topic of what I'm going to talk about today. Uh, and that is the concept of time, speaking of Christmas. Why did you choose the concept of time? What the actual fuck is wrong with you? Might one ask. Um, there's a lot of things that are wrong with me. One of them being that I have an existential crisis almost daily. So, hi, you're going to be a part of that existential crisis right now. So time, um, that concept baffles me, like, since forever. I don't know why, but time fascinates me, and at the same time, it terrifies me. Because here's the thing, um, it's so precious, and it runs out so quickly. Like, I turned 19, like, three months ago, and I still haven't realized that I'm 19. Like, what the actual fuck? I remember myself being seven. How? How is that 12 years ago? How? Just how, how is that possible? And why did that pass by so quickly? I do not. I have no idea how that happened. So time is very confusing to me, you know, because I think each person's concept of time is very different. But I do think that it's a common experience for everybody. To, you know, have those days where you feel like time is going by so slowly that it feels like a fucking eternity. Like, I know that there's a specific class in my university that is so boring that, you know, I, I, I open my phone to look at the time and it's like 10.30 and I put my phone down. I tried to listen and then I want to look at my phone again. I'm like, okay, that must have been at least 15 minutes. And I turn on my phone and it's been three minutes. So that like brings me to agony. Like how is that? How? Why? Why do I perceive time like this? But then there are other times, for example, when I'm meeting up with my friends, that time passes by like in a snap of a finger. Like this, this afternoon, actually, I was with my friends at our university cafeteria and we were having lunch we spent an hour and a half in there and it literally felt like we were there for 10 minutes it it's insane and i don't know why that is why in times of like i don't know boredom or whatever i feel like time is passing by drop by drop and when i'm having fun it just passes by like that i just don't get it i don't get it and there's also the, the, like, it fascinates me how much it varies and how 
it can be differentiated so much. Like, I remember when I was a kid, I wanted, I really wanted to, you know, go through the whole Panhellenic exam thing. Not for the sake of it, because, like, who the fuck wants to spend their entire two years of their lives studying specifically for exams. But, you know, just to pass into university, get the experience, and, you know, move out of my house, hopefully. And it happened. And that was two years ago. Like, I hear on the news about people giving Panhellenics, and I'm like, oh, that was last year for me. But I recently realized that it wasn't one year, it was two years ago. Like, what? How was that two years ago? That doesn't make any sense to me. It's it's so weird, and I know I know that you're gonna you're gonna hear this whole I don't know how this is happening kind of crisis a lot in this episode, and I am sorry for that. But like like I said, time is very confusing to me. So, you know. How you perceive time, I guess, depends on your circumstances. But, you know, it's always been a big question. Like, why do I feel like it's going by so fast when I don't pay attention to it, but so slow when I do pay attention? So, yeah, it's it's a weird whole situation or whatever. That is the fascinating part. The terrifying part to me is that I am 19 years old right now. Because, like, how did that even happen? I was 18 three months ago. What the actual heck is going on? Like, I feel like I'm growing up so fast and in a pace that I don't even realize. And on the one hand, that's cool because, like, you know, I'm getting in my 20s. Yay, that's, that's really cool. But at the same time, what if my entire life goes by like this? Like, what if I my whole life passes by me? And I end up being 80, thankfully, if I make it to 80. And I just realized that, hey, my whole life has passed by. And, like, in a few years, I'm going to die. Like, what? H- how am I supposed to, to, like, I don't know, comprehend that? It's, it's so weird to me, personally. And another thing for the terrifying part is that I'm scared of my life. Like, not of losing, actually, yeah, losing it on a part. Actually, I'm I'm scared of dying young because I won't be able to do the stuff that I want to do because there's so much that I want to learn and do in my life. You know, I want to learn like five languages or whatever. I want to travel everywhere. I want to meet the love of my life. I want to, I don't know, girl boss at a big organization and step on sexist men. There's a lot of things that I want to do. And impact that I want to have on the world. And people that I want to meet. And places that I want to see. And I'm so scared that I'm going to die like tomorrow. And I won't get to do that. And it will all go to waste. So I just, I, you know, I have this crippling worry that I'm wasting my time. And that I won't be able to do anything. And at the end of the day, that's just going to be how it is. You know? And I'm also terrified of it because I'm scared that it's, like, every time I see someone, I fear that it's going to be the last time that I see them. Like, I cannot tell you how sad it felt to leave my mom behind again in Athens. It felt so heartbreaking 
because I was scared. I was terrified from the whole COVID thing. And I was like, okay, what if something happens to her and this was the last time that I see her? Like, what if I have, something happens to me and it's the last time that I see my mom? Or I see my friends every day and I'm like, what if this is the last time that I get to hang out with them? Or what if this is the last time that I get to laugh with someone because tomorrow we're going to get in a fight and I never see them again and they hate me? Like, time is the whole bottom line of, the, of what I want to say about this is that time is such a weird concept. And it's so precious that you don't even realize how precious it is until you lose it. So... One of the goals that I want, that I've made for this year for myself, is to be more present in the moment. Because you never really know when, you know, when this present moment is going to be lost. Or, you know, the last time that you do a specific thing with someone. And, you know, I feel like with everything with COVID, um, I feel like a lot of people my age feel like we're wasting our time or like the best years of our lives within those this whole situation because like if you ask older people like and I'm not even saying older like much older I'm talking about like what 26 27 year old people they're gonna tell you that their university student years were their best and yet our generations are here like doing fucking nothing because a global pandemic decided to break out So, I get that we can feel like, you know, this pandemic has ruined our best years and that all this time that we've been waiting for has been lost. But, you know, you never really lose something unless you perceive it as lost. Um, So, time is a very, very complicated concept. And it may feel like we're wasting it or... It's being compromised by something or someone. But, you know, the only person who truly has effect on time is, well, you or me. You know, because you're the one who perceives it that way. Or I'm the one who perceives it as, like, something that's chasing me. um, And not, like, something that is beneficial to me and something to appreciate. So, um, you know, considering how this Christmas was spent, at least on my part, uh, my advice to you, even though you didn't ask for it once again, is to just, you know, enjoy how you are right now, you know, Um, whether you're in a bad place. I know that it sounds weird to enjoy a bad place. You can't really do that. But, you know, um, life is a has a very weird tendency to fix itself every time it seems like it's falling apart. Um, At least in my case, in everything that I have felt like were my world falling apart. Every time in like a few hours, a few days, a few weeks time, um, life found itself and kind of gotten better. So, if you're having a really hard time, I'm really sorry that you are. But I'm here as a sign from the universe that it is only a temporary situation. And you can get through it. And honestly, if there weren't any bad times, what would we really be doing with our lives? You know? I know that living a 
happy life constantly sounds very appealing, but but imagine how boring that would be to like constantly, always, 24-7-365, be happy. Like, we, we'd never really have any flavor in our life or any motive to appreciate the good times even more. So, if you're having a bad time, again, I'm really sorry, but I'm here to remind you that it's temporary and you are going to be okay. And life is going to turn itself around in you in if you just give it a little time and hold on just a little bit longer. If you're having a good time, I'm happy for you. Keep having a good time. Um... Just live in the moment, you know, truly soak in the happiness, the sadness, the anger, truly soak in the present moment because you never really know when you're going to have that moment again or the chance to appreciate it again. So, yeah, I guess the bottom line of all this is that we never have enough time as humans. We never have enough time to do what we want or be who we want or spend it with the people that we want. But... All we can really do is change our perspective on time and think of it as not something that is chasing us, but something that is serving us. And, you know, the one thing that we can control is how we spend this time and not how quickly or slowly or moderately it passes by us. So I'm also saying this to hear it myself because, you know, anxiety and shit um so yeah i guess that's that's it this was like a really big brain dump um maybe it wasn't the quality content that you were expecting not that everything is like top quality here but you know what i'm talking about uh but thank you for listening to my existential crisis for today i can't promise that you're not going to hear any other ones in the future but you know It's a possibility that you won't. We don't really know how that's going to go. So, yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I hope to see you very, very soon. Um, Yeah, I just hope to see you soon and not hibernate for the next couple months until the next episode. So, yeah. Have a good time. Happy New Year. I hope 2022 is um, a healthy and happy year. And you guys have an amazing time in your daily lives. Um, So yeah, thank you for listening, besties. I'm going to see you next time. Bye-bye.